All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, we are on uh, day, I guess this is technically day one of, uh, of E3, the most convoluted rebroadcasting coverage, uh, coverage thing to have ever crossed my desk. Um, I, I did sign up like a month ago uh, to be able to rebroadcast this stuff and to be able to give live reactions to and and see all this stuff in real time um, to uh, to do these updates. Man, mom, mom, my mother cannot walk any heavier footed. If you're hearing big thumps, don't worry. Nobody's being murdered upstairs. That's just my mom walking through the home. Um, yeah, so the uh, it's a bit of a mess, so I apologize. I can't give you absolutely everything here in these uh, these updates, but I will, of course, recap whatever I, I likely missed. Uh, if it's even noteworthy, uh, for the actual podcast that will come next, uh, well, this next Thursday, I suppose. Uh, but today we got Ubisoft forward as well as Devolver Digital's Meme Fest. And so I thought I would uh, at least go over those as I was able to actually rebroadcast those and, uh, and check it out. So let's, uh, let's give her a little, uh, a little rundown and see what, uh, what we saw exactly. And to be honest, it was a lot, but it was kind of shallow with what we saw for the most part, uh, at least out of Ubisoft. So, of course, we started uh, started off with Rainbow Six-related things. We got Rainbow Six Extraction. You know, it's Rainbow Six with zombies. Uh, the operators are there and all that kind of nonsense. They've got their own abilities. Uh, you're, it's the, the standard fare of you're dropped into place, go from point A to point B, uh, kill some zombies along the way, and don't die. Uh, do that, but with the abilities of the operators, of course, and working in a in a team that also has their own abilities, and you can see where that's going. Uh, so they showed some of that off. Uh, it's obviously a bit more slower-paced and stealth-based than perhaps something like a Left 4 Dead, but the model is not too far off. So if that's kind of one of those genres that you're into and you're thinking, hey, I could go for some more of that, well, great news. They're going to have that ready for you, hot and fresh, uh, September 16th, I believe, of this year. Then they showed a fair chunk of Rocksmith Plus. Uh, if you know what Rocksmith is, uh, they've been around for uh, a couple years at the very least, but also my, uh, my sense of time is completely out the window now, so I can't remember how long it's been at this, uh, at this point. But uh, it's more or less, you know, you took your, your guitar hero, your rock band, kind of formula and somebody sat down and said, hey, you know, you could, if you tried hard enough here, you could probably legitimately teach people how to play uh, the guitar or the bass uh, using this layout. And so Rocksmith was born. So Rocksmith Plus is coming up and it gives even more ways to connect your own instruments uh, to the, I, you call it a game, but it's more or less a teaching tool at this point, but you call it a game, I guess. Uh, but more options to connect to it and uh, and experience even more music and genres than before. They're going to do some sort of what seemed to be some sort of subscription-y service that will provide access to a huge range of tracks in a number of genres. Uh, and honestly, it looked really cool. It looked very specific to uh, to be for people who are looking to learn how to actually play the instruments and not necessarily just sit down and play through the fire and flames with four buttons uh, until they uh, they 100% it. Uh, but you know, all the same, it's a very intriguing, uh, package for sure. And, uh, certainly seems like it's going to, uh, to be quite popular among those who are looking to kind of bridge that gap of a familiar interface with learning how to play, uh, an instrument that the, perhaps they are interested in. 
Then we got a little bit of Riders Republic, which is kind of that extreme sport, uh, mountain extreme sports, more specifically. Uh, that was like your your uh, your mountain biking, downhill mountain biking, uh, as well as uh, being expanded into stuff like snowboarding. Uh, we saw all sorts of stuff. It's a very the scope of it is kind of getting insane. Uh, I'll, I mean, let me just list what I saw in here. I mean, we were talking about we're talking about. Uh, like I said, downhill biking, snowboarding, squirrel suit flying, uh, more locations, paragliding, rocket wing flying, uh, major events like the Red Bull, like extreme type challenges, uh, and more. I mean, really, there was a ton. And there was like kind of unique, kind of funny, meme stuff like uh, like ice cream bikes, you know, with the ice cream, uh, the, the freezer on the front of it and whatnot, and the, the you know, replete with... Uh, or complete with uh, the uh, the umbrella on top. It was kind of fun. It's, it's kind of a crazy, almost reminiscent of uh, some of the arcadey sports games from back in the day, like a like a tricky, like an SSX um, kind of a deal. And uh, and and you know, it it does look kind of fun. So uh, they're continuing to build that out and add more and more to it. And so we get to see a little bit of that. We also got to see. Oh, and sorry. Um, uh, I guess whatever full release or whatever they've got coming is September 2nd, and you can pre-order that bad boy. Uh, now, um, oh, then they went over the fact, uh, they dipped their toes back into Rainbow Six Siege briefly to mention its cross-play capabilities and what that's going to mean. It looks like it kind of comes in a couple of flavors here, um, where it's, first of all, coming to Stadia, but PC, Stadia, and Luna cross-play and then uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's any crossplay amongst you know beyond that. But then they also had this other silo where they were talking about Xbox and PlayStation crossplay uh, that's on the way for. Uh, but that's not going to be until 2022. But it is uh, arriving. And then they showed off a new Defender. Uh, the name of the uh, operative or whatever uh, you want to call it. I can't remember what they call them in in. Uh, uh, in Rainbow Six, but uh, Thunderbird uh, was the name of it, and uh, showed her off uh, a bit with a little bit of a uh, of an animated cutscene uh, that was uh, that was well done. Next up, we saw a bit of like a, a like a stinger kind of trailer, lots of little bits and pieces from several games. We got uh, Trackmania, which is a very popular uh, a little prop, a very popular series for uh, for Ubisoft. It looked like they were doing Trackmania meets Fall Guys, where they were kind of doing stunt courses and stuff that were, uh, almost looked like, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, obstacle course type stuff, uh, very similar to reminiscent of, of Fall Guys. So they showed off some Trackmania stuff. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles apparently doing crossover with Brawlhalla. Uh, The Crew 2 was briefly shown on screen. I didn't know people even remembered that game. Watch Dogs, uh, was flashed on screen for a hot minute. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, was mentioned and and people were seen on screen for a moment and then they were like, hey, 20th anniversary of Ghost Recon, so there's more info and stuff coming uh, with Ghost Recon. So, hey, I don't know what that is, but it's coming. So uh, hold on to your hats for that. I can tell you what it isn't. It's not a fucking Splinter Cell game. After that, we saw Just Dance 2022. Big shocker on that bad boy coming out. That's been a huge success for them. So they're gonna they're gonna have that continuing to uh, to pop up for as long as they can make it happen. 
Uh, and of course, we got a block set aside for Assassin's Creed. We uh, were shown a whole bunch of stuff from Valhalla. They were telling us some stats about, you know, the number of settlements built and all sorts of that. Kind of like, uh, you know, look at how much our game is played in numbers type stuff. Uh, then they discussed more free content coming, including river raids and mastery challenge modes. Uh, that are forthcoming, adding more weapons like one-handed swords or more one-handed swords, also fixing issues and bugs. The usual spiel was given there about the, you know, we could only be, you know, make it this far because of people like you. It was like a PBS station uh, doing some sort of weird monetary drive where you get to watch uh, 50 or 60 episodes of, uh, of Are You Being Served interlaced with like uh, bits and pieces of the Antiques Roadshow, and then there'd be some sort of, like, D-tier country music singer from 1973 trying to get you to send PBS money. It was like that, but video games. Uh, we also got to see, uh, oh, wait, there was also some more there about Assassin's Creed. Wrath of the Druids, uh, launched a few weeks ago as an expansion. There's uh, more expansions to come, such as the Siege of Paris, and then they're doing uh, more kind of uh, like the uh, uh, would-be, um, what do you want to call it, like a like a museum-type deal almost. It's like an interactive, uh, interactive history piece uh, in regards to uh, the tour, Discovery Tour Viking Age, which is like kind of teaching you the day in the life of, of your uh, average Viking, I guess, somewhere in that, uh, along those lines. So uh, I guess that's kind of neat, and they also showed a bit of that. Then they had Far Cry 6, of course, where they showed off uh, their villain, because they probably paid a fair amount of money to get uh, Giancarlo, who is uh, a phenomenal actor, and continued to do that in a cutscene. Then we saw that uh, we were reminded that they've been trying to chase the dragon, no pun intended, in trying to get uh, a bad guy that was as good as Voss ever since Far Cry 3, and uh, well, now you can play as Voss, and uh, Pagan, and Joseph, uh, basically all as the bad guys, seemingly in their heads, or some weird fever dream acid trip thing as a season pass for Far Cry 6. To be honest, I'd give you more details, but since I had to watch the DMCA free version, any kind of information I would have gotten was overshadowed by one random piece of, of DMCA safe music that played over the whole thing, uh, so... Uh, that's the best I can give you, but it, it it's a season pass, and you can play as the bad guys. I guess that's pretty much as as in-depth as you need to know about that, I suspect. Uh, also, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon apparently going to be included with the season pass, and if you didn't miss, or if you missed out on that, uh, Blood Dragon, very, uh, very well-received uh, expansion or or add-on to uh, to Far Cry 3 back when uh, when that was a thing. Uh, and fun fact, the cover art for Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon done by an artist from right here in Halifax. Yeah, that's a thing. Anyway, uh, Mario Rabbids, of course. That's a, that's a thing that was relatively popular. Nintendo was, uh, trusting enough of Ubisoft, probably right before all of the sexual assault, Af uh, or, uh, uh, accusations arose, but all the same, uh, we've got another Mario Rabbids crossover game coming. It's a, uh, a, a, another one much in the same vein as what we've got before. Uh, this one is, uh, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Looks like we got Rosalina in this one, as well as apparently one of the 
I don't know if it's the uh, sub bad guy or what, but a rabbits, Tony the Tiger, and then Space Cthulhu. I don't is what it looked like to me, anyway. Avatar, then. And I'm not talking about The Last Airbender. Uh, surprise finale to the Ubisoft forward was that there are, uh, or there is a Avatar game in the works. Um, that is James Cameron's Avatar, uh, to be more specific. I believe it's called Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It's coming in 2022. Uh, I said at first watching the trailer, it was striking me the way that it was framed. It was striking me like it was going to be some sort of multiplayer thing where it was going to be the, you know, the invading humans and the Navi and cause that's how it was kind of shown off. But I'm also seeing reports on, on socials now on Twitter and whatnot about it being, uh, the first person, uh, single player open world action game. So I'm not sure what direction it's going, but Hey, for those of you who uh, were thinking to yourself, I could use an Avatar game in my life, great news. You Start painting yourself blue now. It's going to happen. 2022. Then we had Devolver Digital. Of course, uh, after the last few years, Devolver Digital being uh, a very popular uh, little corner of E3, given they more or less just take the opportunity to parody the ever-living hack out of uh, all the other uh, uh, developers and publishers and, and their very corporate nonsense. Uh, and then, of course, weave in all of their game releases and whatnot that they've got as well. We got a, uh, a little sighting of Shadow or another Shadow Warrior game coming sometime this year, which, of course, looks a lot like Doom, more or less. Um, and then uh, we had Trek to Yomi, which has uh, got a 22 or has a 2022 release, which is a side-scrolling action samurai game. Quite artsy. Looking real good. I suspect you'll see a few people talking about that bad boy on uh, on socials uh, today and, and perhaps in the coming days. Uh, also, we get a quick look at Phantom Abyss, which is kind of like a, all I can describe that as is a get-through-this-booby-trap-temple-as-quickly-as-possible the video game. If that sounds entertaining to you, great news. It's coming. Then we also got Wizards, or Wizard with a Gun. It's singular. Wizard with a Gun. Uh, which is a multiplayer sandbox survival game coming to Switch and PC in 2022. Very kind of a interesting art style for that. Uh, kind of looked like almost, what's that, what's that name, the name of that game? Don't Starve? It kind of gave me vibes uh, of, uh, of Don't Starve. Then we saw Death's Door. Um, July 20th, so coming out real soon, indie top-down action game where you look to be playing as some sort of crow person. I wish I had more for you, but you can look up a trailer if you want to watch it. Then we saw Inscription, which I have literally no notes for because I couldn't quite come up with what that was supposed to be. Tumble Time, which is, I guess, a legitimate game, mobile game that the Devolver's putting out on mobile that... Uh, more or less is a parody of the realities of most mobile games taking over your life and the necessity of you to have every waking moment be on your phone to be able to keep up with it. Uh, something along those lines. So, you know, it's Devolver. That's right up their alley. Um, then we had a two-player local co-op NES-style top-down bullet hell action game. That's not a mouthful. Coming to Switch only through special reserves, uh, special reserve games as a physical release. I forgot to write down the name of the game. Chat will hook me up with that, I'm sure. Uh, it was called, um, was it Devil something or Demon something? 
Um, oh, man. How do I not write that down in my notes? Demon Throttle. There you go, Adam. Combat's got me. Bless you. Demon Throttle. Uh, le legit NES game, more or less. You know, Co-op, bullet hell type thing. Uh, and again, Switch only. Only physical copy. And through Special Reserve Games. And then... On my last note, it was an amazing presentation. If you if you have, you know, 30 minutes, go and watch Devolver Digital uh and their whole deal. I mean, they they put they even they even uh, had a you know what? No, I was going to tell you how they wrapped this thing up, but it's just going to spoil it. Uh just go and watch it if you have the opportunity. It's a great time. And that's all I've got for you now. Gearbox has a show going on right now. I'm not allowed to rebroadcast it. Uh I don't know uh, I'll, again, I'll see if I can cover that stuff on the podcast Thursday. If there's anything of note, I suspect it's going to go something like this. Borderlands, Borderlands television show, Borderlands the movie, uh, Borderlands, Borderlands the sequel to Borderlands, and if they have enough time, Borderlands. So we'll leave it there. I will see you guys for... Microsoft and Bethesda's first combo exclusive uh, amazing extravaganza tomorrow. That is actually uh, okay to restream, so a rebroadcast, so I'll be able to watch that live. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can keep your uh, your ears out and your, uh, your eyes on the ground and all those other weirdisms uh, for the continued coverage here on the RSS feeds. Thank you for watching and listening as always. I'm sure Mark might uh, be doing something in the background at this point. I don't know. He just surprises me with things. But uh, once again, thank you guys. Stay safe out there. And until we see you for the next one tomorrow, peace!